What's up, guys? Welcome to the What's the Issue podcast. My name is Zay, and I have my co-host here. Knock, knock. Who's there? Young Truth. Young Truth. Who? Young Truth. Me. I am Young Truth, everybody. And what would be a What's the Issue podcast without a very corny introduction by my co-host? Well, to get started, we're going to be bringing a very <laughs> controversial and popular topic that's been going on ever since, what, January 3rd? We're going to be talking about the... Well... This is a topic that's been going on for a very long time, but in the wake of its documentary, it's come back to life. So to stop beating around the bush, we're going to be talking about R. Kelly and in the wake of his documentary or kind Docu of series time yeah. kind of expulsion <laughs> movie done by Lifetime. What was it? Surviving R. Kelly. We're going to yeah. be talking about kind of everything surrounding you know r kelly in it in the last couple of years now just as a disclaimer i didn't i personally didn't watch the r kelly documentary or surviving r kelly i don't know what you want to call it the interviews of the people that you know were a part of r kelly's life but john here did yeah i didn't see the last episode though i'm gonna do it but you know you pretty much get the idea of how it is so we might be doing two parts to it i might do another part once i'm actually finished and really touch on what all of the victims said you know all that went on i might do a podcast just you know really touching on what happened with that so for now in this podcast i'm gonna talk about everything i do know you know everything that's gone on the past years you know how i see social media reacting to it you know you have his interviews that he's done before which i've been watching you have i admit this 20 minute song he made pretty much admitting to a lot of the th things that he's done wrong and a lot of how he's been victimized not not victimized but how he's been made to be the villain so um do you want to well i guess it's pretty obvious but you want to hit it on multiple levels correct yeah i'm trying to, i'm really trying to hit it on every single level because r kelly has been around since i was born and r kelly is like that's something that every that you know he's someone that's played in every black and black black household i've been listening to r kelly since i was a young child i was there for him peeing on girls i was there for the cults i was there for r kelly you know you know all all the things he's done so this is really just kind of me wrapping it up yeah and reflecting on it so, um, you have anything to say before we start? Yeah, um, this should this is more so for the people than for me. But before we begin, do you fuck with R. Kelly? Yes. Oh, okay. No, I um, don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a fan of R. Kelly as mm, a person. Yeah. But you know, he's. But we have to admit that R. Kelly is talented. The talented mounds of talented you know yeah with all the songs he's written of course R. kelly's probably the best r&b singer to ever live okay yes well suggestively suggestively speaking you know some people might agree some people not but your opinion yes r kelly talent wise to me is probably one of the best r&b artists to ever live okay and you know he has his vices that's yeah. and you know we're gonna talk we're gonna kind of talk about some of his vices some of the things he did wrong and then we're gonna kind of play devil advocate to you know give it some clarity yeah so i mean yeah i mean it's, it's perfectly okay to be a person that can separate the music from the person yeah so and we're gonna come back to that later on so to begin it off we're gonna be talking about um let's 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 kind of take it in a timeline 
okay. fashion. So we're going to be, let's start from him where people really started to realize the type of person R. Kelly was. That was around the time, you know, with a lot of interviews when he started, when he was accused of pissing on a girl. Okay. Right? R. Kelly, you know, I do believe, I do believe he did piss on that girl. Or it was a group of teens, right? Um, It was a girl. Well, um, I think, so, it, I think it was multiple. Whether nah, it was so, multiple teens or one girl doesn't really matter, but. Okay, well, um, because I know in the docuseries, uh, they go, uh, so, so they talk about it. It's okay to take it from here. It's not a problem. But it actually goes back a little bit further. But yeah, it was one girl. Oh, it was one girl that he pissed on, and yes. it was an underage. Girl. Yeah, the girl was, uh, I do believe, like fourteen. At fourteen, the, so fourteen, fifteen, and then they also spoke about his everything, everything, secret Mary, secret everything, marriage yep. to Aaliyah. Yes, who was it also started an with underage that, actually, woman. You know, there's all these underage girls that R. Okay. Kelly's involved with. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, most of them, most of them, if not all, being sexual. And is that wrong? Yes, it is wrong in every in every type of way. There's no way. I just want to put that on the table before I say anything else. What R. Kelly is doing as a human being? Forget that he's a celebrity. Forget that all these people look at look up to him because he is this great R and B singer because he's so talented. That's just wrong as a human being. You know, I don't think there. I don't think there's any way that someone R. Kelly's age should be taking advantage of these young girls 14 15 16 17 even even 18 years old as old as he is i don't i don't that's that's just wrong and you know i do see people defending him using whatever reason oh really to no there there are legitimately people oh, that's surprising. defending r kelly 2019 we can't be doing that you know which is okay everyone it's not okay but it's to be expected yeah, of course. Because everyone's going to have their varying opinions on it. You know, a lot of people are, you know, people are diehard R. Kelly fans. That is true. You know, sometimes when you're a fan of someone, there's nothing you can do to put that person in a bad light. And as famous as R. Kelly is, you can assure yourself there's going to be a lot of diehard fans. You exactly. Know? There's still, you know, so speaking, you know, so kind of trying to kind of to get, you know, some of perspective yeah trying to get some perspective like you know people people that defend him you can't defend him though and you know in my opinion i'm sure you agree with that and another thing i wanted to kind of talk on was you know kind of being kind of playing devil advocate to that you know looking at it from another you know like you said perspective how often we see older men involved with younger girls in everyday life, you know? Well, now, so this, so we could definitely talk about this. Um, because I see a lot of people and this is, I feel as though this is a very common thought to think that nobody f- forces these, like in the, in the situations where obviously nothing is forced, nobody forces these women, these younger girls to be in these relationships with these older men. Um, you know, they find these older dudes attractive and, you know, they go for what they want. And yeah, you know, and so I feel as though a lot of people, the general thought is, OK, like it's kind of their fault um, if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, you know. You know, people do say that, and it's not wrong to think that because it's consented, you know, but 
it's up to the older person to draw that line. Yeah, it's it's really up to the older person. Being somebody who's matured, you know, you can't you can't put these type of choices on the plate of a 14, 15 year old because they don't know any better. You know? Yeah, I, it's it's harder it's harder for someone that age to really come out and stick up for themselves rather than a grown man. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was speaking in terms of um, because I know back in high school. There was a few girls that liked older dudes, and that age difference were would be sixteen to nineteen or and sixteen. To I totally 20. agree. I totally agree with you. And you know, you know it's kind of like it's kind of like you know knowing that, and you know that might be something. Um, what's the word for it? That might be something exclusive to our environment. You know, you could probably attribute our environment to why we see that. And you know, there might be people in in uh new jersey or kentucky or arizona who don't who don't see these type of things we're from new york we we see you know these high school girls in relationship with men six years eight years you know you know those mm -hmm. type of differences so it's kind it's kind of funny it's kind it it makes it seem as though like oh you know oh just because he, he is who he is that it's wrong but no all are you, around wait, it is wrong are you going back and forth switching between the r kelly situation and just yeah generally? I'm, I'm trying okay. to go back and switch okay. before to give it like to. an even mm-hmm. ground like you know all around okay. you know i'm saying all around it is wrong but it's even wronger because of who r kelly is yeah that's why it has that's why there's such a a stigma you say not not it's not the stigma the word i'm looking for is kind of a microscope on it uh-huh you know well, I feel as though there's a microscope on it just only because of the scale and yeah, just the how scale, prevalent the, you know, it was. Yeah, and prevalent to the, the amount extent of women. That, yeah, exactly. And and just to the extent that he, um, I guess, in how the situation spiraled out of control, you feel me? Because I know in the docuseries, they really go into depth of about the exact acts that w- he was taking part in with these underage women. Or with some of these women in general, and just some of the stuff that he did, and just how he acted in the in the uh, relationships, in the multiple relationships, you know. So, okay. you know, um, there's 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 definitely that. But like I said, that's the only reason why I feel as though the microscope is is really directly under him. I felt like the microscope should have always been this big though, because R. Kelly's been doing this for years. I didn't even watch the documentary and I and you know, I could you know, these are things I knew. Like R. Kelly R. Kelly's oh you know Yeah, no. Like I've I've known R. Kelly was a woman abuse. I've known R. Kelly takes advantage of younger girls because so, even even mm-hmm. when the whole cult situation came to light, you know, I've kind of felt like um maybe it was his team or maybe it was just society as a whole like we just really forgot about it so i know that it's a mixture of um it's definitely a mixture of just us as a society and how people choose to care about certain things if things don't have a uh i guess a big kind of razzle dazzle headline behind it people are not really going to care which is terrible because just like Mm -hmm. you said all of this stuff has been apparent if you just bothered to look and just research it, yeah. then you would have seen. It. If you bothered to just pay attention, even you know a little bit um, online or you know I guess certain things in the media, then you would have been knew about it. You feel me? So it's a mixture of just that, and I say, uh, I guess social media and how people are just if 
like people's attention spans isn't yeah as great you know so if something isn't as big to take a person's attention then they're not really gonna care to go into depth about it you know and you know what it is that's the beauty and the poison of lifetime creating that six hour documentary right Mm -hmm. the six hour you know it creates it creates that big razzle dazzle it creates something that everyone's gonna watch because it's what six it's six episodes every episode's like an hour and 15 minutes it create it creates the conversation of the type of person that r kelly is and when i say poison i mean it as it's really without even watching it like i already get the feeling and excuse me if i'm wrong i already get the feeling that some of the interviews or some of the people who took part in it might have added a little bit more dirt to the playing field to really incriminate r kelly um but yeah go on and just to and just and i'll say this now it's not really my business to be to you know really accuse the victims of lying you know it's not my business it's not my business to really challenge their words you know they're the ones that experienced it but the thing with these industry people these people that produce these big series the people that you know look to do it for a buck because let's be honest here whoever produced our the the r kelly um the r kelly docuseries documentary series made it with a plan to make money off of it you know they he knew he knew he knew and it, he knew that he would make money he off of it or and she. He, he or she i think it was dream hampton that's the guy right oh okay he knew that he would make money and he knew that he would be bringing light to a very terrible person and it's questionable which really came first in his mind you know is he did he think you know i'm gonna help people and make money or am i gonna make money and help people you know which which thought was really more apparent in this that's why it makes me feel as though there was a lot of shadiness going around this you know there was a lot of artists that declined being a part of this you know you had uh jay-z beyonce um little you know a lot of these i can't even name them all but a lot of these a-list celebrities who who refused to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and you would think considering the horrible person he is you know they would be the first one to jump and reasons weren't given the closest thing to a reason i I was given is i think you know the writer of the article said mostly they claimed it would be too quote-unquote messy Mm -hmm. you know that that just that just makes me kind of challenge it and the darkness of the industry you know it it it, it's it's such an intricate situation where i feel like the documentary shouldn't give you one you, the the whole picture the documentary is really just a piece of the puzzle to the whole big picture you know yeah and what i mean that that there's predators in the industry yeah and there's things like this that constantly go exactly, on and there's, you never know exactly there's predators in the industry. that's that's you know it's been like this it's been like this just people never get caught yeah well i mean when you're looking at you know earlier uh, in 20, definitely in 2017 in times. well not necessarily but just when looking at it with bill cosby harvey weinstein 
you know um mm -hmm. the just the rest of the people in different uh facets of the industry that stuff like this happened you know this this uh, this isn't something that's new it's the same narrative just a different person yeah uh, uh uh you feel me um but i guess before well you know i i, I don't want to forget these 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 thoughts that i have in my head um but i just wanted to say that number one um it's realistic for you to think that some of the stories that these victims have told you know there's a certain level of um fabrication that may be lost in translation not for all but for some i definitely believe that um well it's a funny thing to just think about actually so you know i i, I wasn't thinking about that uh but i do disagree just being so just just being it be be so the fact that so many victims it's it's a big portion of the victims mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that these women were saying was matching up with each other i don't know if these women knew each other too um it's 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 just a whole lot of things of course the possibility of fabrication does exist um but I feel as though that these this is very intimate accounts. And, you know, you may try to say, hey, you know, um, you're not in a position to even doubt it, you know. And, you know, it's true because you're not. But, yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of these is coming from a place that that is, I guess, is dark and is meaningful to the victims. And I guess that thought, even though you didn't mean it, um, that's another reason why people take so long to come out with the truth about certain people in itself because you got to mm. think this is r kelly this is a this is a mega you know this is a mega r&b singer like this is yeah. big especially around the time when these things was 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 going on too like a lot of people um there's a few people in in the docuseries who hid their identity who changed their voice just because yeah. they didn't want to be identified and you know that's why i understand why people would wait so long to come out because these are very touchy stop exactly. these are very you you know not everybody wants to have the spotlight on them yeah and yeah exactly and not everybody wants to be a part of it especially and this yeah. is and this is me bringing and and this is bringing me to my next thing too about let's say the just the other celebrities i mean i feel as though if you were in that era if you know about it then you should talk about it then you should add some steam but there's something in psychology called the bystander effect which is um you know people are not going to do anything until they see somebody else take that stand and do it if let's say maybe i mean hypothetically if somebody like jay-z were to step up i'm sure other a-list stars other big stars were to you know come they out would and follow, say definitely. yeah 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 exactly like there's Just, levels uh, to it just to bring up an example, just the same as when um, Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Mm -hmm. The big wave that followed with football players taking a knee as well or celebrities. Um, supporting it. Support, you know, supporting it as well by not doing the Super Bowl. But, yeah. but like, even, you know, it started a whole wave when things like this, you know, things like this have been happening in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's always there's always been a slight towards white NFL players. Yeah. You well, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's always been a, you know, that sort of uh thing going on. Um there's always, there's always been some sort of um some sort of just 
uh, I wouldn't say resentment, but just, you know, just things not being in our favor. Yeah. Um, you know, just things going on just pertaining to that, you know. So that's always been a trend. Um, I guess hitting on the cap thing real quick, even when he took a knee, not everybody took a knee. Not you know, a lot of people it, didn't want to it took time. Yeah, but understand a lot of people didn't want to do that because just like with the uh just like with the celebrities with the R. Kelly situation, they didn't want to get into the messiness of it. Yeah. They didn't want to mess up their own Yeah, they thing, didn't want to mess up their own money for it. Yeah. You know? Which is understandable. Yeah, it's understandable. Once I just, it started to really gain track, you know, like mm-hmm. understand this. Once at first, it might seem like there's no power in it, but once you start to see, like, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's doing it together, like, say everyone comes together to lift a car off of an injured person. You're not going to, you know, if it's if it's just two people, they're not going to really see the point. But once it comes to three people, four people, 10 people, 20 people, that's when they're really going to start. Once people start seeing the progress, that's when people are going to want to join in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually funny. That's when people see the possibilities in it. Once there's actually a mass amount of people in it. Because when it was only two, three people, everybody was looking at it like, oh, they're crazy. How could you think you're going to pick up that truck off of a person? But that, you know, that's how it is in real life. People never see it. People never see the power in an action when it's only one, two, three people following it. But once it's a large sum of people, that's that's where the power really comes from. That's when you could lift the truck off the person when everyone decides that they want to be a part of this to you know help that person. Yeah, and that's very funny because it's it ties into the docu series because only when the docu series finished is when is where you see all of these other celebrities tweeting. And just putting out statements, hashtag mute R. Kelly or just, or, you know, just speaking about it and just, you know, throwing R. Kelly like in the garbage. That's, that's where you see a whole bunch of people on social media, you know, just talking about, you know, hey, we're canceling R. Kelly, ah, this and that. It's definitely strength in numbers. It's nice, but specifically just talking about the celebrities and them just backing out. I don't necessarily agree just because, you know, you have a, you have a responsibility. There's a, there's a certain level of responsibility that, that comes into play, but especially like, when you have fans, exactly, you know, but you know, during the time, again, this is this very popular, likable person that nobody necessarily wants to be the one to throw dirt on their name. Um, you know, but that's how I feel about that. Answering the other thing that you brought up pertaining to the producer of it and, you know, just exactly what was his intentions. What did he think about first? Just being that this is the way that our society is, is constructed. Um, I agree with you uh, because money most likely probably came first. I mean, let's just be real. You, you know, agree. money yeah, motivates. Money came, bef- yeah. came before helping people. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, good, good thing they came out with it, but. You know, money money definitely motivates people's yep. actions. Not yeah, you know, th- and that's fair. That's fair because no matter which one came first, he's still doing something good. Yeah. You know, so you can't really use it against them but so much. Um, Another thing I want to kind of feed on in this is kind of looking at it from, I feel like I haven't looked at it from R. Kelly's point of view huh. enough. Like I, I, I disclaimer, put in, yeah, disclaimer. Like I've put a few pieces here and there, but I'm trying to look at it from R. Kelly's point of view because potentially 
some of the things they're saying could be untrue. Could could could. This is this is this is, there's there's all these are all things in a realm of possibility. Yeah, but I just feel as though that can't be the sort of side that has that can be voiced, you know? Like I mean, of course, only it's, person it's that can voice is R. Kelly himself. Yeah, no, I'm just meaning more so like, yes, everything could be untrue. I mean, hey, you know, when you wake up in the morning, this doesn't have to be the life that you live. We can all be computer simulations, you feel me? That sort of doubt to just everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel like something like you can doubt certain things. The same way how you don't doubt your existence, the same way how you can't necessarily doubt this only because that there's a large sum of um, victims coming out, you know, and you can't begin to doubt some of their statements only because that is the that's the uh that's the problem that you know yeah that, that usually goes that on us, that's the problem yeah, that got us here yeah exactly that. victim blaming and everything okay. you feel me like that like that's my only thing like yeah. you can look at it from r kelly's point of view 100 percent. but to begin to doubt it i can understand if it was okay 10 people whatever three people five people you know uh, a uh a small number of people this, this you know it's a when, lot of women and it's a whole bunch of other women who didn't speak out you know when i say doubt the victims i don't mean as to say that they're lying i mean as to say maybe there's more context to what's happening like what i believe everything that they said he did is true you know from his ex-wife coming out and say that she he would beat him he he almost killed her like i believe that like i'm not i'm not gonna challenge on that but the context of it, I remember in the song, I Admit, you know, he said a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that stuck with me was, well, one of the few things, I'm going to name a few things that stuck with me, was that he was implying that, yeah, you know, he is involved with younger girls, but the parents of the younger girls kind of I don't want to use the word sell them to him but kind of put them in his space looking for money you know I wait I just want to uh, hit on this this one thing you have to be wary about listening to something like that just being so that just 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 being that during the time it was him and his team who who strategically wrote over certain narratives about this in order to make him seem positive and good and this person that hey you know i have reason behind the things that i do or did you feel me that's the only reason yeah. why like why to be like it can be true what he's saying probably there's a chance it could be true but just always have that in your head that this isn't a few girls that we're talking about. This is a lot yeah, of women. It's, it's, it's very multiple detailed girls. accounts of how things went down. And you and I and you gotta look at the position that this person's in. I know if I was him, yeah, of course I would try to reword certain things or kind of change the sort of narrative to it's still bad. I can't change this fully, but I can kinda change my position in it you put himself me? in a place yeah where in he a seems like higher victim place. as well yeah you, you know because think about it i um the i admit song you know it probably was something that everybody wanted to 
you know it probably was something that you know he knew that he couldn't avoid it was probably something that hey um you know i should put this out right now just to show the people that i'm not running from nothing you know okay kind of tell on yourself before they tell on you exactly now think strategically about it you feel me so for example okay if i put this song out i'm giving the people what they want so now if i'm gonna admit to these things about me how can i still salvage my own reputation and still have some of the people's love and this is before the docuseries you feel me just like how you said there's people are you know the diehard fans out there that still fuck with r kelly there's 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 songs that are on many people's phones that that's from r kelly that you know people don't delete like like you feel me just there's there's things that go on so obviously he wants to salvage his his reputation his you know so how so how can i give them the truth but also help myself out you know so boom you know so there's just certain things that you just have to keep in your head but you know um definitely go on what you're saying could very well be true Mm -hmm. and that you know that kind of gave me a new perspective on but that just goes back to why it's so intricate you know like like there's so many like it's like it's layers to it yeah it's like a video game where there's so many paths like you go this way then then it leads to this and it's like okay yeah he said this but he did it because of this you know there's so much that goes on in the background that it's so hard to really create a final judgment yeah like we can we can take what's already here we can take what's on social media we can take what's in the documentary. We can take what's, you know, in the news, in articles, in previously written articles from 2017, 2016, 2015. We can take all that, and it's almost as if we still wouldn't know half the story because motivations is something that's never written down. Motivations is something that can only be found in someone's mind. How sorry someone is about something can only be found in someone's mind. We only know what was done. We don't know why, you know? These, you know, that's why it's so hard to really pass judgment. That's why this is such a this is such an interesting and intricate topic. You're saying that's why it's so hard to pass judgment on R. Kelly or it isn't fair to pass judgment? No, it, it is fair to pass judgment. I already made my judgment as to what he did. His actions are wrong. His actions are wrong. You know, for him to do that, it doesn't matter why he did it. I'm curious why. I'm cur- I, I want to know the thought process. I want to know, you know, what aspects in his environment or what aspects in his past led him to do these things well he said because because th- this is some very sick stuff well r know? kelly well supposedly um i remember him saying uh or just uh i guess a story came out that car kelly himself was sexually abused when he was younger he said that and i admit yeah you know he said as a child as a child he was sexually um what you know sexually you know he was raped yeah, by an exactly. uncle of his and he was you know, scared to come. He was and men- scared to come out about it. Yeah, mental illness within the uh, black men community is always hushed, hushed about. You know, so that's something to understand as to why. But I guess to quickly 
join your side because what you're saying uh sparked a thought inside my head it's it, so it's always good to have in your head that this isn't something like he didn't go up to these girls and you know forcefully took them from their families or took them from wherever and you know and fucked with them you know he didn't you know real deal predator sort of yeah like come over him you know yeah he didn't it, it kidnap them a lot of uh, everything within this was a choice that these women met it i uh, did that these women made and then and this is not me saying that this is their fault obviously hell no this is not me saying that you know this guy has some wiggle room but this is just me responding as to why he may have um done certain things because these things was available because this is who he, he was and coming from the sort of environment that he was that he came from uh and people just allowing him his team backing him his team protecting him you feel me yeah his team Dem watching you know, him do this and be like oh that's just robert you're crazy Ro man you robert know. did it again you you feel me just people stroking that sort of ego and just giving him the green light on 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 a lot of these things you know after some time this is going to be all a person knows and just every person who was just very submissive to it you know so after a certain point it's just going to continue doesn't mean doesn't make it right at all doesn't it doesn't make things right after a certain point in point in time you have to decide for yourself that i'm not gonna continuously allow certain things to affect me for future i guess uh interactions with people you know but that's just to give you some perspective yeah on the R. Kelly situation. Yeah. But to round it off, because, you know, we've reached the time, and we'll probably be doing a part two of this once I've watched, uh, you know, watched the documentary and seen more of the situation develop, because trust me, it's not done. This is being <laughs> recorded on, uh, what is it? January, January 7th. 7th. It is not done. <laughs> you know, there's, there's going to be more to it. Um, you know, R. Kelly says he plans to sue everyone. R. Kelly, you know, he, you know, so there, there's going to be so much more going into this that we're just going to have to speak about it on another day. Um, but to ease into the outro, I want to thank everyone who's come to watch the podcast. I hope we did. Me and John did a very entertaining job of, you know, kind of giving you a new outlook yeah new a new outlook you know perspective on the r kelly situation so there's there's still more more to talk about yeah, just still, other things we'll be coming back at you it. next week or maybe the week after with part two to this but until then thank you for watching and have a good one listening listen listening because you no, can't see no us. no say it again say <laughs> thank you for listening thank you and have a good one i bet